What do the masks have to do with this film? Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> we just, uh, nothing. We just had them. We thought we'd make an entrance. And um, welcome to Mixed Bag, yeah. where we review the mixed, muddled, meh, and Maya films. Stephanie. Ooh, good one. Good one. Of film history. I'm James Edward Kane. I'm, I'm Cassandra. Isabella. No, just Bella. Tease. And I'm Matt Renesmee. Loverings. Um, hi, welcome everyone. Welcome to Hello. be here. Thank you for coming to our live episode. This is our 100th episode. We are here live at the Vogamon Hall. Yes. Um, yeah, and thank you for coming out and uh, joining us this evening. So I just want to check from our audience, uh, who here has heard Mixed Bag before? I can't is- hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and who here is it their first time experiencing Mixed Bag? No nice. one. Okay, Every- cool. So you you know what you're getting in Great. store. Even the ghost of Vogelmorn Hall has heard of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we have just done what we do with all of our guests. We have watched the film. We've just watched Twilight. How mm. do we feel? <laughs> We've got some ass, you know. More about some- that, yep. more on that later. Exactly. And mm. it has been picked because it is mixed. Awesome. Uh, but how are we all, <laughs> we all doing? <laughs> It feels reflective of that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I feel great. like I was I was much more energetic when I came in <laughs> about two and a half hours ago. Yeah. I feel like I've been like slowly lulled to sleep by this film. I was sort of watching it going like, oh, it's been actually quite a big weekend. Which <laughs> like it is. quite tired it now. Like, yeah. I'm also cold. regretting the choices I've made in terms of my costume. Yeah. Uh, or specifically <laughs> the makeup that I've chosen, which yeah. um, when you p- apply white face paint to evoke the white the, face. The, the, yes, <laughs> the white face, yeah. the cold chilly look of Edward Cullen turns out it actually hardens and starts to stick to your face so I feel like I've um, I feel like a hundred years old well, it's a thousand years a thousand years, years James a thousand? no he's a hundred the song is a thousand years by Christina Perry what are you talking about <laughs> I was referencing Edward Cullen's age yeah and I'm referencing Twilight nice the we have, song we have different touchstones no idea what you're talking about anyways um. <laughs> um, for those bag hags who aren't here and who can't listen who are listening James looks like the crow, basically. Look yeah. it up. Yeah. We're yeah, all in yeah. costumes. I'm in generic vampire. Um, I have a, a, a wolf in my head. Uh, yep. Representing, yeah, the sole lack of wolves in Look, this Look, I didn't know. I didn't know there was a lack of werewolf representation. Yeah, it's yeah which brings really us to the fact, later. we'll get into more of it later, but Matt has not has now just seen this yeah, film. For the first time. Yeah. And we've got some people like that in the audience as well. First timers. Make some yes. noise. I can't hear you. We actually don't know if the audience is getting picked up by these microphones. So oh. It, oh, it could well, just we be an awkward silence every time. Also, bag hags at home who um, didn't know that we actually had the masks. They were here. We just... Yeah, we, we wore them. We took them off. We just found them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. Put it from home. Um, great. Well, without further ado, I think it's time to talk about some lovely little noms before our feature presentation. It's mm-hmm. time for Pop Corner. Pop, 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 pop corner. 
It's so much nicer having the actual sounds as opposed to just pausing for a second <laughs> yeah. when we're recording at home. And I must say, um, before we get into Pop Corner, actually, this setup that we have is far more elaborate and extensive than what we usually do. And that is entirely thanks to Patrick Barnes. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Woo. For this very swish uh, setup. Yeah. Cool. cool. So, so we've got a different way we're going to be doing pop corner yeah. today. So normally we kind of just blab for a little bit, uh, each of us, until we've yeah. exhausted all this of our pop cultural part. takes. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> this is my parents' favorite part of the podcast. It's the only part they listen to canonically. They said, oh, uh, you're better than some reviewers on the radio. Yeah. Thank you, so, mum and dad. Shout out. Um, okay. But what we're going to do this time is we're each going to choose one thing to talk about, and then we're going to read from the popcorn picture. Mm. Uh, this lovely jug that we found here in the Pokemon kitchen, in which um, people have supplied some of their own recent yeah, pop cultural from our former uh, future guests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so from about some of our audience here tonight. Um, so who wants to jump in first? A James, do you want to talk about? Yeah, what you've sure been thing. In the world of pop culture. So I have been going back and experiencing franchises um, uh, <laughs> with great relish. Yeah, because. There's a little film that's coming out on Saturday at the time of this recording. It's probably already out by the time this episode airs, which is Mission Impossible. I don't know if there's a seven. There is a seven. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. Yeah, starring the controversial but very charismatic and fast-running Tom Cruise. And as part of that, I... um. I decided to watch the entire Mission Impossible franchise. Still got Fallout to go, which I'll probably do tomorrow. It's um, good. It's a good time. It's a good time. And I hadn't seen, because I had just done the ones that were really good before. I had done one, and then I went right to four, five, six. I know. Well, well. yes, we have yeah, watched three. Now three is good. Part of my viewing, I would highly, I'm here to tell you, if you have skipped two, directed by John Woo, it's not great, but there's some <laughs> wonderful sequences. Um, and uh, and there's a lot of mask pulling, which is iconic. And yeah, three starring Philip Seymour Hoffman, R.I.P. He's incredible. He's making a meal out of a very, like, a, quite a standard bad guy, but he's just so menacing and evil. And uh, yeah, the, the thing that we noticed as we were watching it, because Cass was watching too, is that... The Thanks more- for the invite. <laughs> I mean, you could have... We watched some in Martinborough. You'd have to trick all the way out there. Um, is that it gets... Like, the more that it leans into the comedy, the more that you're like, yeah, this is a blast. Like, the, like four starts, like, getting really Looney Tunesy, and uh, that's a real blast. So definitely check out uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun time. Uh, don't know anything about it. Uh, yeah. And I also uh, saw Indiana Jones on the Dial of Destiny. He's doing a second thing. Well, it's franchises, right? All right. Um, which... Uh, yeah, I, w- I also really enjoyed I won't get into it too much, but like it just felt like the nice icing on a cake and a good send-off mm. of that character. So, I and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I haven't seen it. It's great. Yeah, that's me. All right, I want to talk about my feelings. Um, I saw two uh, films that deal with feelings. One is I Hurt My Feelings, or You Hurt My Feelings, actually, by Nicole Holofcener, who um, did Enough Said and wrote um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? It says Julia Louis-Dreyfus. It's like, it's nice and pleasant. Um, and it's just about like a writer who is doing her memoir or her um, fiction book, which is a follow-up to her um, popular memoir, and her husband uh, doesn't like it. And uh, I'll just that's, I'll leave it at that. Um, but all three of us saw uh, No Hard Feelings, mm. an R-rated uh, comedy with Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Jimmy Award winner Andrew Bartholomew. 
And we actually found it really sweet. It's, it was uh, really good. Yeah, Cass. Yeah. What do you think? I, I, so I want to say I spent most of No Hard Feelings going, oh, with my hand clutched to my chest to the point where James kept being like, Cass, you spent that whole film like this in this sort of posture. No, but it was very, very sweet. Yeah. It was very sweet. And, you know, the, prom- the premise could be very, very, very icky, but... Um, Somehow it's not. <laughs> they managed to not. Somehow they managed to not. It works. It's based on a true Craigslist listing where parents were looking for like a 20, 30-year-old woman to like date their uh, 19-year-old. Um, yeah, so it sounds like, oh, potential yikes, but it's really not. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, it was, uh, I had a good time. I had hard feelings. <laughs> Anyways, on to you, Cass. <laughs> All right, and my piece, I just have one. It's the television series Hunted, uh, which I have been watching. I don't know how I discovered this, but uh, it's originally from 2015. There's been five seasons of it in the UK. Uh, I think there's an Australian season as well. Uh, and it is a group of people go on the run and a group of hunters have all the powers of the state to track them down. And by all the powers of the state, so they have CCTV access, they have this like, they can track people with cell phone towers a la serial. They can track cars, they can track number plates. They can also like go to your house and like break in and like look at your stuff. They can interrogate your workmates. They can like put up wanted posters giving like monetary rewards to people who've seen you in an area. Like it is like insane the amount of powers that they have. At one point they bring in like nine teams to their ground squads like it is crazy so the fact that sometimes people do make it out to the end of the 25 days succeed at being on the run uh really great of course we are always on the side of the people on the run we want them to succeed um and i love when they just do like weird ways to do it when they have disguises love disguises there's a a couple of people who are on rollerblades at one point because you can't track rollerblades um And like, Smart. yeah, yeah, and like cycles. Then there's people like living rough in the bushes. There was a, two, two singing milkmen in one season who managed to. Uh, that's their job. That wasn't really part. It was just one of the, that's just what they do. Um, they're jazz singers slash milkmen, um, and they just managed to succeed by just going to places they'd previously done gigs and turning up and being like, "Hey, can we like hide out here for two days?" And everybody was like, "Sure, the singing milkmen, of course." <laughs> It should be a movie about them. Um, honestly, uh, yeah, it rules. It's such a great watch. Uh, I strongly recommend it. The um, seasons three, four, and five are all available on TVNZ Plus. So go home and watch it for free. Um, awesome. Well, that's it from us. But yeah, we have a jug full of right. other pop corners. So let's draw. Ooh, everybody draw one. Ooh. Oh, drum roll? No, it's not quite no. worthy of a drum roll. <laughs> uh, Cass, do you want to go first? Yeah, so uh, this is just one from Jared, who has been re-watching Will and Grace. Oh, lovely. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I've never seen it, actually. This person, anonymous, wonder why, um, said that 8 out of 10 cats does Countdown. That's a show, right? That's a, a Yeah, that is a show. show. It's a TV show. I know, I know. I know everything. <laughs> what? What's that? 8 out of cats do count? What is it? It's I'm just like, count down the, the store? The... Okay. If, you, if right. you're the person that Who watches it, person? Patrick, come and Patrick, tell us. come up. Let's hear it for Patrick, everybody. Do you really not know what this is? It's the game I, show I Countdown. I know the show, yes. But then 8 out of 10 casts is like seven days over there. Yeah, I know. And then for Channel 10 4's mashup week, which was a thing, oh. watch all of it, they put together 8 out of 10 cats does count, uh, and 8 out of 10 does count. So it's just like comedians doing the word game and the numbers games. And oh. it's... It's as bad as it sounds. That's why I've been watching <laughs> it. Riveting. But Patrick's yeah. been loving it. Yeah. 
All right. Nice. I have uh, Frantic from 1988, which I believe is a Harrison Ford film, so maybe they were doing it for the Indiana Jones watch. Is that right, the Frantic? Is that right? Yeah? I don't know this film. Is it good? Thumbs up, thumbs down, middling? Nice. Pretty yep. good. Is the, is this is from David. Thank you, thank you David. Um, we've also got The Mosquito Coast from 1986. Oh, another Harrison Ford. Another one. That's his on, on that Ford That watch. is his only Oscar nomination. That's, oh. what, that's what I'm good for. Um, Thanks, Matt. Yeah, do you want to do 1985. that one, Matt, because my hand cannot unravel it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and our final one. I've been rewatching the Universal Monster movies. Love, Bela Lugosi. Aww. Aww. From Mike. From Mike. Fall of the pod. That was Mike. Well, that, I <laughs> that is a get out. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. That gives us our perfect segue because Bella Lugosi obviously played the famous Dracula, and who are we talking about in this? But vampires in our feature presentation. Feature presentation. Okay, so um, Twilight. Uh, what what is everybody's history with this film? Um, I think I guess I'll start. Um, I definitely did not watch this in the cinema. I think, but I'm pretty sure I watched it shortly afterwards. Uh, I was famously a teenage girl during the time this came out. Um, so you know, it was I was in the the target audience. I would say, um, and I did read the Twilight books shortly after they came out, I guess. Um, yeah, this, I was not a Twilight fan, I would say, but... Uh, but I you read all of them. It, uh, you know, it's, you, just, you have to. You've got to keep up with the conversation with everybody else. I know that. <laughs> I watched through all the seasons of Game of Thrones, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I, I definitely saw it at some point, and I think I've seen it again maybe once since then with James, who mm-hmm. can also talk to his experience. James. Yeah, sure thing. Um, I When it was coming out in 2008 and the books, I was very much like... Ugh, that's not that's not my vampire. That's not for me. Um, I think yeah. I was I, I as I'm discovering uh, in my life. Like there's a lot of like uh, I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. Like um, pop culture that I just like dismissed because I I was like ah oh, that's for women. That's for girls. Um, that I'm now kind of <laughs> discovering with delight. If I found delight in this film, let's find out. Um, but then I decided, like, last year, I guess, Cass, like, that I'd watch all of the Twilight films because I didn't know what happened in them. And I, don't know if it was, I feel like it was a couple years ago. It might have been anyway, two years now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I watched all from one till, I guess, five, 4.2. Um, and it yeah. was a wild ride. Um, if you haven't seen all of them, it goes to very bizarre places. Um, yeah, and I remember kind of just... Uh, mildly kind of being morbidly curious and, and generally enjoying them, but didn't put as much critical eye on it as we did on this watch. So, yeah, my feelings may have changed. Ooh. Oh. And Matt? Uh, yeah, no, I haven't seen it. I, we, ugh, I mean, Twilight permeates the pop culture, especially like um, late 2000s and like early 2010s. Um, our, our, our boy uh, Rob and our girl Kristen have, 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 done, have done like... Uh, Many, many uh, interesting projects since. Mm. Yes. Um, but at that time, I really, I just, it didn't connect with me. I just thought I was above it. But honestly, since doing this pod, a hundred episodes now, my, my tastes have kind of broadened a little bit. And I'm, I'm more open to, to giving it a go. And, and 
I was actually the one who suggested to, to yes. watch Twilight. We were like, we need something for the 100 <laughs> episode that like people might come and see with us. Uh, so, and, and also, you know. if you're a call, if you're a bag hag, then you know that the 96th episode was Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm. So I needed to know the ur text. Yeah. I needed to know where it the all context. came from. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's me. Any anyone here who's a big Twilight fan? Yay! <laughs> Johnny Crawford there. And I remember, like, it was also you were talking about those stars. Like, it was all around the film as well in terms of like they were dating and then they grew oh, to like, of course, yes, um, hate their characters, particularly Rob. And then Rob wasn't showering, um, and he smelt apparently, which was it's all different thing. I don't know if that was method acting or if it was just like I think that was just something he did. Vibes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, um, let's go to what, what are we actually talking about here team yeah. what is this so movie obviously all of you guys except for lucas hi lucas uh hi. everybody else here has has just watched the film twilight um but those listening at home may not have so it's time for our classic segment that we do where we summarize the plot of this film in one minute and i believe it is matt's turn to do that oh my god today. i forgot that i was doing this actually <laughs> um yes it is starting right, i'm winging it from now Okay, Twilight is a love story, the first one anyways, between Bella and Edward Cullen. And um, Bella is in Forks High School and then is intoxicated by this like standoffish man that she's uh, obsessed with. And he's obsessed with her for some reason. Um, And she gets saved by him, even though they have a tense relationship. Later she finds out that he is a vampire after doing some research from this book that she found in a library in a bookstore. 30 seconds. Um, and then she develops a relationship with him. They become like together and then they play baseball. But then but then this like a tracker and his posse like uh, find out that she's a human and they have to, to kill her because she uh, her blood is intoxicating and they've been murdering other people as well. So they kind of escape uh, to Phoenix and then they like uh, have a big Five. battle scene. Um, they kill, the vampires kill the tracker and then she survives by not... Time. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. He doesn't suck all of her blood out. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the venom. Yeah. I liked at the start you were like, it's Bella. She lives in Forks. And we're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like all movie in a minute with Matt is about 30 seconds of premise <laughs> and then 30 seconds it's of just the like plot the of the movie. gearing up. And then, yeah, but you covered yep. it all, I think. Look, uh, I got it. I got it. Yep. I got it. Um, All right. Some other areas that uh, that kind of colour the film is we do get a little bit of Jacob floating in. Who, oh yes, the iconic Jacob, who I yes. thought would figure more in this film. Yes, uh, he does new, not really in moon. this one. He's the new moon, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and then there's the Cullen family as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but we've talked about the plot. Now it's time for the heart in our. I forgot we had, we had sound for this one. <laughs> uh, and our classic segment, which I still think is technically called MVP, most visually pleasing, but which the boys have eternally christened, hot butter. <laughs> and again, we've, we've hit that awkward, weird thing that we get with some episodes where sometimes you have to talk about the hotness of horses, sometimes you have to talk yeah. about 
you know, you're talking about High School Musical and they're predominantly kids. It's a similar, well, teens. Uh, it's a similar situation <laughs> here. Um, yeah, I mean, they're not actually teens. No. So <laughs> the majority of the performers are like in their 20s, except for Taylor Lautner, who I think was around. I think he was a teen. 17 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, so who, who are we finding uh, our MVPs? Cass. I don't see. I don't know why I have to go first on this. Okay, one. I'll go first. Then. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll go first. Um, unfortunately, because he is a cop, I hate him. But also, he is the most attractive person in the film, which is uh, Bella's dad. Woo! <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. I mean, yeah. What's his name? I've never seen him before. Uh, I wrote it down. Billy something. Billy. He's, got, he's a sad man. Uh, two sex. I'll come back to you with that. All Billy right. Burke. So that. You know, Billy Burke is actually an actress from the 1930s. She played Galinda, the Good Witch. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Well, there's a there's a connection back to the film <laughs> yeah. history. No, no yes. relation. No relation. Apparently. No. Um, so that's mine. I'd say like he's a really good performer as well, which kind of adds to the. You're just suddenly like, doing a lot of work. He's got it. He's grounded mm. in there. I can definitely fix him. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> he was. I wrote down. He, he's kind of giving me dad and inside out energy. It which was. Oh, yeah. I, know. Yeah, I see that. Mustache. And it's, it's so basic to admit that, but you know, he is canonically hot. Yeah. Uh, I would say, um, just for the interest of, I also found um, Charlie pretty sizzly. Um, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> um, I would say that uh, Peter Facinelli's kind of blonde look was kind of doing it for me um back in intermediate i was like maybe i should dye my hair blonde maybe i should be get that dirty blonde hair and i never did it well, I, I think you would look like him maybe if you dyed your hair blonde but i don't think that's a good thing necessarily <laughs> i think but, that might be another reason why maybe you shouldn't do that yeah he's living that life and he again he like he feels really dialed into the character like dr cullen he's is very like competent the leader. which is hot yeah, um, you could you should do it and go by Carlisle Kane. Carlisle, yeah, that's his first name. I like <laughs> yeah. it. It's got a ring to it. Uh, so yeah, Doctor Cullen, Doctor Carlisle Cullen is my pick. Cass? Yeah, um, you know I'm gonna do a left field one because I was watching this film and about halfway through I was like, shit, I have to choose a hot butter for this. <laughs> I'm gonna go waitress in the diner. Oh yeah, she's a good yeah, looking yeah, woman. Yeah. I was like, I want her. I want her to have more like you know scenes. I want her to have more like. Information. What's her hairdo? Um, what's that? Is it like a kind of a fifties kind of do? Like no, it that's, was, a, no, no, that's no. a different waitress. That's a different waitress. Oh, which? Oh, in the diner. In the oh, diner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, uh, shout out to the other waitress as well. <laughs> shout out to waitresses everywhere. You're doing waitress great who's work. friends with Whale in the Santa. That waitress. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, She's in two scenes. Zoned in and out. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, we have audience votes? Question mark on yes. this one. Well, look. Canonically, the Twilight franchise is, you know, Edward versus Jacob. We have to stop hitting men against each other, okay? <laughs> um, so we're going to do a clapometer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who found Edward hotter? <laughs> no. No, you can only pick oh, Edward or Edward Jacob. Jacob. I'm sorry, right. that's the rules. And who is Team Jacob? But wow. he, doesn't, he doesn't give a fair go. The why extensions don't we do... there are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Almost so, everyone of Why don't we do our hot vote. butters? Like, so claps for, for Carlisle uh, Cullen. No. Thank you it's for a, the. A small pet up from Patrick. Patrick. Thank you. Right. Um, claps for the waitress. Yeah. And Very claps good. for Charlie. Woo! 
Yeah. Look, that, I think that is pretty. That's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, that Charlie Swan is is the hottest person in <sighs> Twilight. Yeah. 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 He's a bad boy. What can we say? He's a you sad know. dad. <laughs> he is a sad dad. Yeah. One of the hottest. Um, not professions, but states of, of being. I don't know. Is sad dad in our list of hot Look, professions? Like, do you remember when? Well, not sad, but like you know when um, Ben Affleck was just you know like when he was just, just on the beach up? a lot with his big yeah. tattoo. <laughs> It was it was kind of giving. I don't think that we're, I'm not into that. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm glad you. that Ben is having a much more enjoyable time. I'm glad for his, him. His I love it. I love true flame. Look, it yeah. makes me. You know, I've heard stories about Jennifer Lopez, but honestly, makes me believe in true love. Yeah. You know, mm. it's called Gigli. <laughs> but yeah, it, he was. It was very good content in terms of him like carrying Dunkin' Donuts and looking sad on the beach. No. Totally agreed. But talking about being sad on the beach. Uh, <laughs> It's time to talk about Twilight, and what better time to stand on the beach than look at the Twilight, you know? There is no role of the Tempest. It is the titular role. No. Amazing. Okay. Um, Incredible. So, you know what? You are getting better and better. I don't know about that, you've but you just it. you do it with confidence. You've nailed it. Now, if you've just if you've gone to the back catalogue, you would not know what this intro is. So this is still recent. We came up with it in the nineties. Yeah, it could still be a flop. <laughs> yeah. In the last ones, five or ten episodes, James um, means it yes. could still be a flop section. We're we're we're, we're we're, we're testing it out. out. We're giving it a we're go. We're tri- trialing yeah. it out. So this is the section titular role mm. um, where we just discuss the title of the film and how it connects, if at all, with the film that we just watched. So Twilight. Well, it's the name of the book. Well, yeah, well, look, let's put that aside. <laughs> they literally did the same thing. I don't think name. you could have passed just because it's the name of the book. Like, oh, okay, it makes perfect oh, sense. Oh, never mind then. I um, guess, like, Twilight would be a good time for vampires to go out in this world because... Like any bit of sunlight is fine as long as it's not direct sunlight. So yeah. Twilight would be quite a good vampire and time. When you consider the whole series, Twilight, uh, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn, like it's you know they're stages. Get the scene. It's exciting for sure. Well, yeah, and it, they and, clearly and it, thought of that after the first one. Like they didn't. They didn't. She didn't come in there with like, okay, I've got a four books plan <laughs> mapped out, and it's yeah, all based on the phases know. of the moon. Look, but it applies both to vampires and to werewolves, which will play a bigger part. Because I see that's yeah. true. Look, so, I was. Christians. Looking forward to the book Gibbous Moon, but it didn't happen. <laughs> no Gibbous, no Crescent. No. The best yeah. moon, I think. So yeah. good, honestly. I mean, obviously there's the full moon. You know what? Gibbous the... is queer-coded, and we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, I mean, alternate titles, you know, we've got Romeo and Juliet, which this is kind of evoking. <laughs> Do we do Edward and Bella? No. No. Uh, I knew it wasn't there as soon as I said it. Like, what else is there? Like, Edward Scissorteeth. Oh. Vampires suck. Oh no, that one's taken. <laughs> that, was, that one's taken. Yeah. Um, it's evocative. It's a good. I think. Yeah. It's a good, I think like it's it, provocative. It works, yeah. Know, like I know like, what it is. Okay. Mm. Sure. It's a yeah. feeling. Bella knows. It's a mood. Bella got do it. Do we do we see Twilight represented? Is the titular role on screen? I think there were some moments in Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of There was some there was some the, twi- the, the action moments. of the sky is so unusual in this because Edward should be glittering all the damn time. But no. But they say it's like a wet place so I guess it's just overcast. It's uh, overcast yeah, all the time. Look, I and just cottoned on to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why they're like, oh, it's always raining. So that's why we're going to move here so we don't glitter. It makes yeah. sense. I like it's it. I like that. There's an internal logic to that. Yeah, I get it. But it could be called overcast. <laughs> overcast <laughs> is not as sense. sexy. Not as <laughs> no, sexy. not as sexy, but maybe more like apparent to the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Just thinking about it, Stephanie. Just a little. Just, yeah. a, just a question mark note. Well, that concludes our dissertation on the Thank title you. of Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> now, usually we would go to the bottles, but we've actually got something new and special here. We've got some dramatic readings because these quotes were so good that we could not resist. Yes. Uh, and I'm trying to find my phone to find the lines. James is not prepared. Here we are. Um, but James and I are actually going to begin. We're going to um, do the first dramatic reading and then we have some guests. Yeah. Um, um, I realised we never organised who's saying which part. So which, which part do you want to say? Um, I guess because I'm... Dressed as I mean, we can. You we can, are dressed as Edward, so like I think you should be Edward. You, want, yeah. uh, you I, I mean, just, I have. You, I have you do have the. You have done the work. All right. All right. I'm going to stand. Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. They're standing yes, up, and. everyone. They're All right. standing um, up. Guests, don't feel like you have to stand. Oh well, you would be standing because you're going to come up okay. anyway. Presenting the first scene. It's like diamonds. You're beautiful. Beautiful. This is a skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> I'm a killer. I don't believe that. That's because you believe only the lies, the camouflage. I'm the world's most dangerous predator, Bella. Everything about me invites you in. My voice, my face. (laughs) Even my smell. As if I would need any of that. As if you could outrun me. Oh, no. As if you could outrun me. <laughs> As if you could fight me off. I'm designed to kill. I don't care. I've killed people before. It does not matter. I want. <laughs> I wanted to kill you at first. I've never wanted a human's blood so much before. I trust you. Don't. <laughs> and same. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, thank you. I did so much. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Okay, so that takes us to our bottles, which is famously the good stuff in the films because everyone loves bottles in those lolly bags. Um, famously. Yeah. Famously. Did yeah. someone just get it? Oh, you got it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the bananas, no one likes Nobody likes the banana bananas. lollies. I yeah. don't mind Some the bananas. Like okay, bananas. well. But I feel like you can slip on banana peel, so it's my head. It makes sense. Yeah. Look, yeah. sure. If you can think of a better names that we're after 100 episode episodes 100, we can, okay. The Bottles. Um, all right. Okay, Look. so I'm going to say a sequence that I thought worked in terms of me being like, oh, I'm actually interested in, in the film and I'm like sort of feeling compelled. I feel like the sort of final action-y section yeah. where they're going into like, you know, uh, James, the villainous vampire, has used... Our uh, friend from Burlesque. Our friend from Burlesque. Uh, <laughs> Good name. Here once again, um, frequent mixed bag guest, uh, has has lured Bella to the dance studio using a recording he somehow found of her mother on I was, a VHS screaming for help. I was thinking of the logistics of that. He would have to go to like, the house. He's gone through every VHS. He's worked out one video in which she's screaming for help. Yeah. And he's managed to do that incredibly fast. He, but he takes pride he's in a tracker. He's a tracker. He's very good at it. Um, but all aside, I felt like actually the sequence was pretty compelling. I was like, oh, I actually was interested in this action sequence stuff. I felt like yeah. their plan of like, okay, we're going to go this way, I'm going to lead them astray. His plan of trying to lure her there and then like the actual set piece of the dance studio. Yeah, I think the, was, the ballet like, studio compelling. Was, was really cool. Very um, um, lady from yeah. Shanghai. And then like even though, you know, in some aspects anything – 
any kind of vampire acting in these is always a little bit funny because of just the way that they're doing it. I do think the, you know, the moment of like, oh, he's going to have to suck out the venom and that sort of yeah. thing. Mm. Okay, I'm like, there's some high drama here that I can sort of see and it feels like we've got some actual yeah. stakes. It and kind of like reminded me of like a film that I did like, Bones and All, which was like that mm, kind Which of I didn't like, see, but yeah. Like a romantic sense to it. I mean, it's much better over there, but you know, mm. it's, I got it. I got why Bella was in, in, in and were like, struggling over this thing. Well, and yeah. everyone in that sequence was committing. Like, mm. Kristen was, like, rolling her eyes, and then Rob was, like... <laughs> She's often rolling her eyes, but, yeah. you know, in She a was like, I'm, I'm becoming a vamp. And then... <laughs> and then Edward's in there, like, sucking away. And, like, <laughs> like, it is hard. We've talked about, like, the skill of, like... You talk about Mads Mikkelsen, like, eating food beautifully. Love to watch Mads Mikkelsen yeah. eat. I thought Rob was nailing the, the sucking action, Ugh, like, I with bet. all his life because he cares about her. And whether that's problematic or not, we'll talk about. But, like, you know, it was, it was not serving. It, it sold the scene. Um, no, I, I'd yeah. like the tension of her, like, dying if he sucked too much. because yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know the significance of... Ballet, other than we're told, yeah, like it well, comes in so pretty random. You know, it James, kind of feels like we needed a cool setting, and here's a cool setting with lots of glass and mirrors. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, you can't spell ballet without Bella. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, true. Oh, she can't dance. She Fabulous quit. point. You, For those Johnny. that didn't hear that, Johnny Thank just pointed you. out that yeah, she famously can't dance, and she's scared of dancing, so she's got some trauma, deep seated, back yeah. from when she did ballet lessons as a kid. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm. I'm retroactively yeah. gaining some more appreciation. Yeah. Um, I, I've got one that I think is mostly a bottle. Sometimes it's a bit of a banana. But I think the wild choices in terms of the cinematography, particularly like the swooping like Dutch angles and like the, the stuff over the forest, even some of the weird flashbacks or like when she's just about to become a vampire or not like I found it quite visually interesting and I would rather something like swing for that and go for something very strange and odd mm. um, is more dynamic than it jolts you into the film yeah sure and then some of the other entries later on they're a bit more pedestrian a bit more like like beautifully composed and using CGI, but like this is kind of wild and scrappy in a really strange, kind of odd that, way. It's sort of the, the the last vestiges of the you wouldn't steal a movie kind it, of. Era. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and that is you know like that just drops me into two thousand eight. Yeah, I love the end of that time. point. Except yeah. the bluer filter rather than more of an orange you know, one. I was going to bring that up in that. I've always I, I haven't seen Twilight, but it has an iconic look. You have seen Twilight. Well, you have just seen it now. Yeah. <laughs> before this film. Okay. Yeah. Before this watching, um, this session, uh, but it has an iconic like dark blue hue. Yes. Which you know a lot of YA properties like kind of aped at that time. Anyone mm. remember Red Riding Hood? No. That's I do. Right. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, I worked, Hyde I worked at the cinema at the time. Oh yeah. my god! Is that Amanda Seyfried? Is that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah it's right. bad. Um, um, yeah, I guess that that like deathly cold, like it's kind of goes back to like, you know, the the renaissance. I can't remember the exact time period, but like like paintings, the not the Renaissance. No, the like the Romantic kind of era around like you know Ophelia and the water and stuff like that. Like this kind of deathly um, pale, really sort of like yeah, like and it's equally problematic because it's like worshiping of like whiteness, whiteness and, <laughs> and death and mm. that kind of stuff. But um, 
Yeah, it is. Uh, and I mean, it also functionally <coughs> helps to make all of the Cullen family look as deathly pale as they do in yeah. this film, I guess, as well, because that's kind of, you know. I was thinking about the Cullens, and it's equally the strange, campy thing. It reminds me, I've been watching Buffy recently, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is equally problematic territory. <laughs> Thanks for that, Joss Whedon. Um, but, like, it is a really compelling series, and you kind of it's kind of this, like, they're cool, like, teenagers, uh, and but they're all, like, demons or witches and stuff like that. And the Cullens family give me that kind of vibe. They're, like, they have bizarre hair and they all dress in a certain way. They and... definitely, like, pop visually for me. Yeah. Mm. And, like, Alice, that hair, you would never Iconic see. Hair. Iconic hair. Mm. Honestly, that is some, like, early 2000s, yep. like, flashback here. And there's one that, like, has just become vegetarian, a.k.a. only eating animals, not humans, which is, you know, um, called Jasper, that is just giving the weirdest looks. It's yeah, he bizarre. has very curly hair. This, I mean, we're getting away from bottles now, but he, he has about three sentences look. in the entire film. I was, like, waiting for him to speak. There'd be family scenes. Everybody else would say something, and it would just cut to him looking. Yeah, I don't know if it's an out-and-out banana, though. No, It's but like it's, the straddling yeah. the line. It's there, another lolly, you know, is, a third lolly. There is definitely some, like, interesting things here, which could veer either way. Like, I think, like, I got so much joy out of, like, all the fast editing of, yeah, like... Yeah, there's some real yeah. campness of, like, to the funny, yeah, like, fast stuff. Yeah, 100% to, like, Edward, like, being fast, doing his, like, monkey man moves. <laughs> Even the lines that are so bad, they're so enjoyable. Like, mm. they bring me pleasure when I, like, watch the film. Like, because sometimes it's just, like, what are we doing? Yeah. But then, you know, you see those, those um, scenes and you're, like okay, what are we doing? But I'm in for the ride, monkey man. Yeah. yeah like, I, I really enjoy the scene where monkey. she's... Yeah. <laughs> the scene where she's Googling right. vampires is yes. really iconic to me just because it's like, how can we... It's very like Sherlock. If you think of that one yeah. scene from Sherlock where he's in his mind palace and he's like, it's that sort of thinking of like, how do we show internet search but make it epic, close up, undead, shot of thing. Oh, I've close got them up, here. cold. <gasps> Remember he was cold Strength. that time. Immortal, like, cold-blooded. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's very funny, but also I kind of like the high campness of it. It's yeah. much more fun than it's if a bit it had of been a, realistic. A I winking guess. quality. And yeah, this is an interesting one where it's directed by Catherine Hardwick, and this was the only one of these that she did. And it's yes, similar she did. to like That's right. the Harry Potter franchise where it's like jumps through a couple of them and then eventually settles mm. on one um, where Bill Condon ended up doing. Yeah. Definitely Breaking Dawn Parts 1 and 2. Can't remember if he did Eclipse or not. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really liked her, her kind of knowing this. It feels like a winking kind of quality of around, like, this is kind of silly, right? But still honouring it enough. Yeah. And Which brings me to um, Kristen and Rob. And yeah. I th think both of them, like, the young actors, right? And so sometimes, especially with Kristen, I'd say, she has, like, ticks. Um, or like is doing a lot, but by and large, I think they are honouring the the role that they've been given. I think they're both bad in this. Really? Yeah, I think like I've I feel like I've previously been defenders of these performances a little bit, but rewatching it again this time, and I think it is maybe a direction thing of like I don't think they're doing like what they're not being directed to do, but it just feels like. Yeah, that they're adding so much more, perhaps because they don't believe in the script, because they clearly didn't. They were clearly not 
like you know from post interviews they were not big fans of the script or this film right. but it seems like they're, they're, they're adding so much like overeaging every single thing to try to add something and to the point where it becomes so overwrought mm. and it, it sort of it fucks with the pacing of the film so much because any dialogue scene that you have with them just takes so long it takes to so get long. out yeah it does go into a and it's Kristen just, will if, if she's gonna do one thing she's gonna put in her ticks her yeah little, mm, and it's uh, like uh, the, mm, <laughs> this is the sort of thing of like, I can't get the words out and it exhales and like all of the lip biting and the shrugging and the like turning away and, and, and I feel like Robert Pattinson's doing a similar thing he's doing the like sniffing and like staring and all of the stuff Snarling. I don't think it's them being bad actors I think it is not a good performance because it's not necessarily being directed Mm. Yeah, that well, I, I don't think they're good, but they're very interesting to watch. Yeah. I like watching them. I think they're trying things with a yeah. script that they don't believe in, uh, and the director's being like, "Yeah, go for it," instead of being like, "Stop <laughs> at any point." Like the directors just kind of let them do it, and they're like, "I guess this." Like I don't know. Like I try to make this work. Like does this read? And the director's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, go for it." And it really just is down on them for a lot of the film. Like mm. yeah. it's it's there's not like other business to do in terms of plot, like. I think we could afford to spend more time with James and um, Victoria and oh, yep. <laughs> uh, Laurent, but like we don't, um, be- because it's they're so invested in like this love story is the thing that you want to see. And Speaking of, we didn't get a lot of them, but I thought they looked visually kind of cool. They looked like I liked their look. They well, looked like yeah. a cover band of like a much more famous yeah. band <laughs> in the nineties. I feel like Victoria is kind of giving me uh, Penny Lane energy with oh, the big yeah, sort of absolutely mm. for sure. Thing. Yeah, and um, they come you. Uh, when they came out of the fog, you were like, oh, that's awesome. Like that shot yeah, the, after look, the baseball. Get, and and going back, I feel like I, this is a time to talk about the baseball yeah. as well because uh, oh that's God, definitely the in the bottles for me. The baseball scene, like in terms of high camp in this film, the fact that they have matching baseball outfits that they as a family have made that they can put on to go out and play their little baseball games in the storm once every, however often when the storm happens. The use of Muse. The, like, the fact that it is baseball, like they were, that's what Stephanie Meyer could think of. She's like, what would be a cool thing I'd do if I was a vampire? I know, I'd play baseball really well. Yeah. <laughs> of anything. Yeah, you so are immortal funny. beings, right? Oh, baseball. It's, it's because ridiculous. it's an American pastime. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, and again, like we were talking about the cinematography, it really goes haywire in that. And then the zipping around, they're moving super fast. Edward can run super fast and it's in, I guess we haven't described it, you've probably seen the film, but like, it's this like, Deeply surreal, almost Looney Tunes like. It's just they just put them on it's fast so forward, funny. like yeah. fast motion, yeah. just during that. Section. Yeah, and then we have like slow motion of like the looks, like throwing it, <laughs> and sliding on the bases, like it's all of a of a kind of piece. I don't know music as much. Were there other like bangers that you were picking up on from the period? I don't okay. remember. I, I know that people were big fans of the soundtrack of this. I feel like the only songs yeah. that I know from this film is the Paramore song at the end Decode, of the credits. Decode, yeah. I think the end credits song are pretty, um, pretty famous. Like and Decode yeah, Paramore. Muse, the big supermassive black hole I knew, but I don't actually know um, any of the other ones, I think. The Linkin Park song was definitely like played on C4. I remember that. Um, so they it, were trying to push it, but it wasn't really heavy. I guess so. I mean, the Twilight soundtrack is pretty iconic mm. for the whole series. Like the cool artists were actually like, wanting to be on the soundtrack like um or was it the hunger games i can't remember i don't know i but think both like of them had fairly it. big like yeah. you know popular artists um, involved and i was i was referencing the song a thousand years earlier which is in breaking dawn part one by christina perry okay oh. <laughs> cool <laughs> there's some there's some listeners out there that must just be like 
yes, he Absolutely. gets it. Absolutely, I get it. <laughs> I'm so 100%. sorry that we cannot support yeah. you on this. Um, look, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Do really. we have any further bottles before we move on to our second dramatic reading? We've kind of discussed Charlie and but you know, probably good. Actually, I wanted, I had one more performance, so I think yeah, we should shout out uh, Billy. Burke was yep. yeah yeah who played Charlie very good uh, very grounded I also quite liked in this round uh, watching young Mike the yeah. actor who played sure. Mike the friend mm. um, you know I <laughs> and feel he like was I've, the friend for sure I feel like I found him a bit annoying in the past but this time I was like no I get, like he's just he's got a crush on this girl and he's just a normal kid and teen and like a normal teenager trying to ask her out and Speaking then of, you know of Mike you know, you know this is the breeding I mean like she was a Tony nominee but like this. This was the first time we saw Oscar nominee Anna Kendrick <laughs> of Pitch Perfect fame. Yep. And she's, she's in as this. plucky as ever. Yep. She gets a big monologue introducing the Cullums, which I thought she does relatively well. Yeah. And yeah. She wears some terrible gloves in one scene. <laughs> uh, which fun. was, yeah, they go, well, this, they this go prom dress shopping. There's some long white gloves. I was like, oh, girl, well, that was, was not in fashion at the 2008, time. And then that wasn't the look. Well, they were, in, they were in rural Japanese. Washington. So yeah, it was they were still like in like 1999 back. looks Absolutely. at that point. Mm. But yeah, she, t- she didn't wear them to the prom. I was like, good job, Jessica. Yeah. It's, it's, there's something about Washington. Twin Peaks is there. Forks. Good. Seattle. <laughs> what do we think <laughs> about the changes to the vampire law? Like the glitter. I'm not a person who's like, a vampire's sparkling, that's ridiculous. I'm like, I don't know, I think it's kind of fun. Like they thought of another reason. Like they were like, look, I want to do a story where the vampires can go out in the daytime because that I needed them to go to high school with this girl. Um, and so they, you know, decided that the vampires aren't going to shrivel in the sunlight. They're just going to look really shiny and obviously not human. And I'm like, okay, I think that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I enjoy, like, because vampire law has been played with a lot with, like, mm. Anne Rice and stuff like that. Like, I'm very much, yeah, like, for changing it. Like, I think the core tenets of a vampire is, like, sucking blood and being <laughs> immortal. Undead, right? yeah. yeah. I think. life. I think yeah. the one thing that I find annoying <laughs> with Twilight vampires is that they all have additional extra powers. That's yeah. the thing that I'm just like, okay, okay, he can read minds. Also, I, I feel visions. like I did not remember until watching the, at this time that he tells her that he can read minds before she knows he's a vampire. Like, yeah, that was wild. That seemed so not in the right order. Can I was you imagine doing that on like, a date? Like, yeah. No, no, I read minds. Like, yeah. Sex. Not just... Money, sex. Yeah, <laughs> um, we may revisit that in a moment. But um, before we revisit that scene, shall we revisit another scene through right. a dramatic uh, reading? Yeah, I, I just wanted to say quickly the um, the general premise I think of like a a woman like making it a teen kind of love triangle between vampires and werewolves. I think is a a good premise. Like, and there's a yeah. reason why it kind of hooked people, and also for you know, problematic reasons, but like... I, I have thoughts about I don't think there's anything that. inherently problematic about vampire werewolves no, no, triangles. No, 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 I just mean some of the other yeah. Yeah. stuff that Edward's <laughs> about. And, and I, I also got where Bella was coming from. Like, this guy is, you know, not available to her, and she's, like, giving her something <laughs> so uh, otherworldly. Like, that experience... I got it. I got what Bella was going for. Don't like, think Edward is attractive, but, you know... I guess it's I in, get that, it. in that history of, like... Yeah, Byronic heroes who are bastards and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, um, yeah. Well, speaking of bastards, let's go on to our second <laughs> reading. All right. We'd like to welcome up Ed and Catherine to perform uh, just two of, our, two of our guests from the audience um, who are going to perform a small dramatic reading from the script. Both former guests, SpongeBob and High School Musical. 
get up. Get on it. Bet on it. <laughs> Go straight in? Yeah. Go okay. Apologies to our friends Tom and Amy for what we're about to do. Um. <laughs> You're impossibly fast and strong. <laughs> Your skin is pale, white and ice cold. Your eyes change colour. And sometimes you, you speak like... Like you're from a different time. <laughs> you never eat or drink anything. You don't go in the sunlight. How old are you? Seventeen. But how long have you been seventeen? A while. I know what you are. Go on, say it. <laughs> Out loud. Say it. Vampire. <laughs> Are you afraid? No. Well, then ask me the most basic question. What do we eat? And see. Amazing. Wow, I was, so I was transported to Incredible. another time. That was great. To another country, even. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to, like, yeah, let's do reinterpretations. Yeah. I want to I wanna see Twilight in Forks Yorkshire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they start singing after that, right? Yeah. It's called Twi- <laughs> Forkshire. Yeah. yeah. Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Twilight. Um, well, that right. brings us to our bananas. Um, I think, sp- yeah. um, speaking of the lore, um, Stephanie Myers use, liberal use of Native American yeah. lore, first American lore is a bit troubling to me. Yes. So, uh, well, the thing is, I don't think it was even use of Native American lore. I think what the, uh, from my understanding, she just made up stuff. She did, a lot, <laughs> like, quite a bit, everything. Yeah, I think she just kind of just made stuff up and I think it is like an actual it's an actual tribe, oh, but she yeah? just made up shit about them, which Isn't they're not really into, uh, I feel like. They maybe got some extra tourism out of yeah. the Twilight films, but it was probably I know, guess like an kind of damaging of, to their reputation. An in some upside ways. of that is a lot, well, not all, you know, the werewolves were uh, first Americans. Not all of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. Though. Looking at you, Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Taylor Lautner is... He is, yeah, he's not Native American. I'm not sure if what his ethnicity well, is. Well, he's like a... He's German oh my God. and Dutch, according to Johnny Crawford. <laughs> he's just tanned. The way that Johnny Depp did. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. And yeah. icons, all three, of course. <laughs> God. Um, For different reasons. And yeah, so you're equating Native Americans with... Like monsters, so it's um, mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's also it's like I mean, it's I don't know if the uh, depiction of werewolves and vampires in this is like necessarily you yeah. know it's negative. I don't negative, think it's necessarily a thing, but it's more just like a generally feeding into the kind of spiritual tropes, yeah. of, exoticism, yeah, exoticism, and that kind of like oh, the medicine men, the wise ways of the Native American people, and the all of these kind of you know. Um, 
Sort and of, like they're like the side characters as well, so it kind of just like embellishes yeah, the, the very, very, very white yeah. characters. And like, yeah, not so, so spoiler alert for Matt uh, and other people oh. that, that don't know the rest of the. the it's all right, I won't see the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. Not super I mean, like, yeah, Jacob's character sort of arc does end with him being like forever the protector slash future husband oh, of yeah, I Edward did and Bella's that. child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he imprints Which, um, on her when. She's, she's like a, in the womb. In the womb, and he's like, which has got some I interesting, will... like pro-life sort of elements to it as yeah. well. Uh, but look, these are these are future criticisms, which we won't make for this film because they didn't happen in this film. But um, yeah. yes, critical things. Um, but let's talk about the Mormonism. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah. So famously, Stephanie Meyer is Mormon, um, and she claims that this wasn't something that was intended as like a Mormon allegory. But there is some. There's some Mormonness that snuck in, I think, on this one. Um, you know, the whole sort of there's a very clear like sex before marriage <laughs> like yeah. metaphor yeah. with the whole like we've got to control ourselves, we can't lose control together, or well things will go terribly with this these teenage lovers. And things are just like falling into place for me right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so it's one of those things where uh, knowing that context at all kind of makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I didn't know that, but mm. that makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie. And they use it as like she has to become a vampire because if he has sex with her when she's human, it will like destroy her. No, well, because they have sex before she becomes oh, they a do? vampire. Oh, and then she becomes super... Because that's how she conceives super... a child. I see, I see. Even though I'm like, but then she's dying. is dead. He doesn't have... Sp- he shouldn't be able to... Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I wonder if, if Stephanie has um, heard about soaking. Oh, God. She might have, Google you know. or don't. Up to you. You'll have a great montage, just yeah. like the vampire. <laughs> 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 um... Yeah, so there's that. And then there's the general problems around Edward and Bella's, which, you know, have been discussed to depth, but they really just come back every time you see this film, like how creepy and weird it is because he does watch her sleep. Uh, He does just show up. Follow her. He follows her around. He stalks her. He's He's incredibly controlling. Honestly, if I was Bella, the biggest sin was when I came in first day and he acted like I stank. Like fucking shit. His hand was on his nose. I'm like, fuck me. So that, I think that's meant to be him. Like, oh my gosh, she's the most smells so irresistible. Yeah, I know. Smell. But you know, it doesn't yeah. read like that. When, no, he's definitely playing it like, oh, I'm gonna vomit. Look, I'm very vulnerable. I'm the new kid in class already, and everyone is obsessed with me except for this one shiny, sparkling boy. And I think, I think the memes like interpret it as like him. Immediately jizzing or something like that as well. Um, yeah, 2008, different time. Um, yeah, he's very controlling and it's it, it really stuck out to me on this watch um, because he is like always like cornering her. He's always there. He's always ready to jump in. He's also um, like doing do just weird stuff, like being like, let me drive when she's driving the car. Like, just be the passenger, Edward. It's yeah, a car. It's sure not going to go faster because you're driving. And like trying to buckle her seatbelt for her. Like, she's not a baby. <laughs> she can do it. Like, I feel very protective of you. I don't have the strength to stay away from you anymore. Very like, stalker language. Yeah, like very much. Oh, and there's the bit where they're going into the restaurant and her her friends are like, oh, Edward, hey. And then he's like, we need to go have some food right now. Or like, it's not 
And he's like, I need to make sure that Bella eats. That's right, yeah. And it's like, Bella can do whatever she wants, you know? And she's inspiring her friends to be a strong, independent woman. And I guess this is like her arc, whatever, in the later on series. But it's really... um, No. Yeah, not even, right? Because like she still remains incredibly passive um throughout the whole whole series. Um yeah, it's very disconcerting to kind of watch. Um yeah. Yeah, it's like sort of I mean this is the thing where you can't be like, "Oh, this is like a, a clear model for teenagers' relationships." Like I think that's very simplistic and obviously like I don't think people are actually going out there and being like, "Oh, you know, that's how I should run my relationship because I saw Twilight." But it's I feel like telling people that this is the fantasy of what a romantic boyfriend and romantic pairing should be like and that's kind of problematic when it's targeted at such young audiences, I think. Yeah. Um yeah. I think just, you know, story in general, mm. like dialogue and... Oh, dialogue and, bad. <laughs> dialogue bad in this one. Um, and dialogue bad at developing the relationship between... The, like the whole thing, this is a romance film, right? You know, as much as my favourite parts fit with action film parts, the action film parts are not the point of the film, so sure. But if it's about the romance, like I want to see these characters be charming and like yeah. why they I'm like so each other. Because I just find both of these people so boring <laughs> like all they do is like yeah is mutter at each other although to be fair i mean bella is as clumsy as me honestly <laughs> i'm just like her so when she fell on the ice you well, were we just were like, like me? That's me. me when i fell down two flights of stairs and out the window i was like that's so bella oh my god <laughs> But yeah, there's like nothing for them to talk about, I think, is the thing. It's just like they, 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 all they can talk about is you're a vampire. <laughs> and yeah. those are the, all of their scenes are the ones like, you know, you'll note that the, the dramatic readings that we've just done are about vampiric things. But they don't really have like, I don't know what they've got in common. Like, what do they like? You know, they, there's this montage of them. They he's literally like watching talk her. about the weather. Like, yeah. it's so inane. There's like a, a montage of them, like, silently talking to each other. Like, they talked all night long, sharing all their feelings. Um, after he, like, turns up and creepily watches her sleep one night. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the fact that they couldn't think of any dialogue to put there, they had to do it as a montage in silence because they just couldn't think of any, like, realistic or, like, believable dialogue that these characters would share that would show what why they like each other other than hot and smells good like <laughs> like yeah, if you we're looking at something like Romeo and Juliet which this has some echoes like in the first half it's really infectious and playful like the scene where they're like they've just had sex and they're like oh should I go no let me stay like there's like a genuine like fun and banter and liveliness to it and here it's all just like no I, I shouldn't I, I, like, and it's just endless, like, con- continually. Like, let, let's have some liveliness or, yeah, let's have some yeah, fun with I it. I think it stops and ends it. They're, like, intoxicated by each other and that's it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. There's really just, like, it's just these characters are in love because they have to be because of the plot. <laughs> it's kind of the I feeling mean, of it. Like, if literally anyone walked in in the film and just, like, had a smile and had some zingers, everyone would be like, yes, you! Like, mm. like, because it's so, yeah, like drab and dire. Look, um, technically, this is bad, but I actually find it really iconic. It's just like how white the Cullens are. Like, they're so <laughs> badly white that it turns oh. back around again. Yeah, they're like talcum powdered. Like, yeah. They look like James does right now with his face paint. Yeah. Like, it is horrific. a good... It's like a yeah. hundred years of Clan White. They've mm, got like mm, a mm. lifetime supply. 
It's incredible. Yeah. And also like that scene, like they just, uh, where, where he reveals that he's like glittery. Mm. Just, he just found that one like shaft of light. Yeah, like, that's how light works. Famously, the sun just sort of pops up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> little clear rays. So, you know, there are never like sun showers in Washington where he yeah. kind of just like. No, it's never sunny. Imagine. I wonder <laughs> if he's worth anything. What? Like, as, oh, like if, he, if you yeah. if you mind his yeah, skin. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> not gonna. Yeah. Now gonna that is a story I would know. like to see. Bella is secretly like playing him, <laughs> and then she's like, "Aha!" So I'm like, "How much?" Have you, I mean, this is an to the vampire law, but if they are, I feel like in the books, which I you know have read, he's also like marble hard as well. Like Ooh, he's like hard he skin. <laughs> yeah. Well, it also makes sense because there's no blood flow, so there's no other way. Anyway, but yeah. yeah. I mean, but also he's been waiting 100 years, so. But yeah. they, like, if you chipped a bit off, like, because <laughs> they, they could still keep living. Like, so, True. I mean, if you were to, like, and now I'm just like, if you, like, ground down vampire flesh <laughs> and you turned it into some nice jewellery, like, it would look they pretty cool. They could earn some money, yeah. You know. Well, like. In the later films, the stuff that interests me is like Michael Sheen's character with the what are they called? Like the Roman oh like yeah, the Italian, starts with the v. what is it? The Volturi. Volturi. Yeah, like that lore is just like bizarre and odd and fascinating. And also very piecemeal. It's like, oh this uh, because of that and because of that, it's sort of yeah. made to fill holes. <laughs> yeah. So um the three, the tracker, they're just like the track of Victoria and that one guy who randomly just changes his mind. Yeah, Laurent, through. who just turns up and he's like, I just wanted to play baseball. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm off. I'm here just to be, uh, vampires don't have to be white, by the way. Peace. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, so what's their deal? They just like randomly kill people? Yeah, they're just, like, they're just they're vampires just, okay. that just do vampires. Victoria yeah. ends up being a larger part in the franchise. Yeah. It even gets replaced they recast her. Actor. What? I yeah. know. She gets recast as, yeah. Bre- as Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Oh. And that's why I guess this film has been made with the Twilight audiences in mind because the books had already been such a phenomenon. Because they literally end on Victoria, like, looking at Edward and Bella. And you're like, what kind of ending is that? Like, But she a- does make sense. It's like, oh, I'm coming back to do more harm. <laughs> to be <Yeah>. continued. <laughs> One small thing I had was, like, obviously at the end they go to prom, like, oh, Bella's worst nightmare. And they, like, dance in the pavilion and, like, the gazebo. And, yeah, the, the slow dancing gazebo. She yeah. doesn't even get to dance. She well, stands on his feet. Well, it's like dances. a small child dances with daddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that, but also, like, the other two couples just fuck off. Yeah. For no reason. They're like, oh, God, these guys are going to be here and be insufferable. We have to get out of here. I love of the, yeah, the rest of the community of Fork, wherever we are, just like, <laughs> oh, we hate these guys or whatever. I want to know that story. Um, do we have anything else? Um, she doesn't know how to pour tomato sauce. Um, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. She just waggles it. She's in the diner what and it's like shake. She's doing a salt you do. shaker okay, action. Okay, the best way to do tomato sauce. Okay, thanks, James. This is good. Is you go, thump, and you put all the tomato sauce at the front and then, then you, you open it and then you go squeeze. That's how you do it, thanks Bella. Thanks for the tutorial. Right. Thank you. I think before we move on, does anyone have any big bottles or big bananas that they would like From to share? Yeah. What have we not covered? Um. <laughs> well, actually, that's 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 about to be um, to, yeah. to be revisited uh, in a dramatic reading. I like how Edward is secretly like a, a like the you know the film Baby Driver, yeah. where the guy drives real good. 
Turns out Edward's real good at driving because he. It's beats one of up his vampire dudes. skills, apparently. Yeah, yeah. It's vampire driving. Just wheels away. <laughs> it's like in Hot Fuzz when he's got like extreme bicycling, which I always think is a great. Like, oh, yeah. there was a guy in the restaurant, you know, where um, Edward's been like, you need to eat food. Yes. Who just walks in. <laughs> it's this big and guy and he's most, got a soul yeah. patch, and you look like this is the next character that we're about to be introduced to. <laughs> it's the most noticeable extra. Like, <laughs> I think. I like, love a featured extra. In that scene was was the waitress that James was talking about. Yeah, yeah. different did, waitress. She did nail it. But that scene from the waitress that you talked about, yeah. she nailed her scene. She was nailing well. it. She, she was, was good. Great. I think the supporting cast in general, girl. while not given a lot, were very colourful. Mm. You know, we just pair them up like by race, but that's okay. I know, a little bit problematic, um, but uh, fine. They gave Angela some very bad glasses, the uh, second yeah, girl. Yeah, terrible. Really, really but odd looking. Of the period, I thought. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, 2008. Mm. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. yeah. We were all 15 back then. Yeah, we wild. Were, yeah, this, this is the 15th yeah, anniversary of 15 years old. It's ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah, time flies. Mm. You know, he's um, allowed to vote now, Twilight. And no. No, he's not. <laughs> okay, look, my joke didn't land. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, anyways, let's let's move on to our third reading, I guess. All yeah. right, and we'd like to welcome up uh, previous guest Mike and yet to be future guest, future maybe guest. Jared. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Oh no, I've lost it. Hang on. Oh, Mike. I'm trying to open letterbox. Oh no, Mike, we're not. <laughs> Mike. Did you follow me? I, I feel very protective of you. <laughs> so, you followed me. I was trying to keep a distance, unless you needed my help. And then I heard what those lowlives were thinking. Wait. <laughs> you say you heard what they were thinking? So what, you can read minds? I can read every mind in this room, (gasps) apart from yours. There's money, sex, money, (laughs) sex, cat, and then you, (gasps) nothing. Oh. That's very frustrating. Is there something wrong with me? (laughs) See, I tell you, I can read minds. And you think there's something wrong with you? (laughs) And scene, and scene. I do love that scene because I love that Edward was like, Bella must be different instead of thinking, Bella has nothing on her mind. (laughs) Is the mind reading the dumbest girl (laughs) explained? No, it's just he just he's just got an extra vampire. But this is why I'm saying like this is the part of the vampire law that I'm like, why? Why can't he read her mind? Because she's got a magical power. Oh, she does. Which later on when she becomes a vampire, she's got magical shield powers. Uh, (laughs) Of course. Why didn't I see that coming? Yeah. Anyway, Um, it's dumb. Well, I feel like we have talked a plenty. Um, yeah. So un- unless there's anything else, I mean, I have plenty of notes, but I think they're all just like quotes, little quotes. I what a sit- stupid land! I was sitting next to James, and he was writing. I was scribbling. I have never once taken notes for this podcast. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, I think it's time then for our bag or boots. Woo! Right. 
right. I'm just going with my feelings right now. I thought for sure this would be a bag, but actually watching it again, I think I got a biff it. <laughs> I think like, I'm like, Edward sucks. <laughs> like he's he's yeah, he's a vampire. Yeah, he does he does do suck. Um, but he's in. Uh, oh, we got a standing O for that one. Um, yeah, he. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does. I'll take it. He is very controlling. He's very nasty. And I just wasn't really in the zone for this thing. I felt like I, I was desperate for more um, from, you know, some life, some kind of color. Uh, and it just wasn't there. Like the cinematography was fun and playful. But um, yeah, it's a biff from me. Twilight, wake up, bitch. Biff. <laughs> All right, I can see. I can see the audience. Like, there's there's different members of the audience with different opinions. Patrick, <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I think there are scenes in this film that are absolute bag scenes, like the Google search bag, the the baseball scene bag, the whole showdown in the ballet area bag, hold on, Spider Monkey bag, <laughs> like. Look, there are some great parts. I feel like in my memory of Twilight, I do elide the bits in between <laughs> and just remember the parts that are so ridiculous or like so camp that I'm like, yes, go. Um, but this was a long watch. Like it really did it drag it watching it. It felt longer than the last time I saw this, definitely. Um, I was definitely thinking like, oh man, like this is like maybe we're gonna run out of time. I'm like, no, the, the movie's not got longer. <laughs> like, it's not gonna affect our booking. <laughs> like, it's just the same length it's always been. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I am really on the fence with it because I don't want to, yeah, throw away all the things that I think do like maybe work not necessarily as intended, but are really fun to watch. Um, but on the whole, I feel like my watching experience this time around was more on the Biff side. And so wow. I, f- I feel like I have to come down on the side of the Biff, to be honest. Like, it was it was long. There were some scenes where I was just like, I was almost like counting the, the seconds between the pauses between each sentence just to be like we could have skipped that we could you could have just said that faster come on we could have got we could be out of here in 90 minutes but you've added half an hour because of these pauses um yeah there was it was a stretched it was yeah. long i did have fun in some mm. scenes but not enough um but i feel like you know we have got guests today yeah. uh so it wouldn't be fair for us to just be the only three that have a it's bag or buff opinion absolutely um so maybe this is a clapper meter time for us to, to ask whether we go bag or biff um, so, shall we hear the claps for Bag? Nice, nice. And shall we hear the claps for Biff? Oh, that's hard, that's hard. That is really hard. I think it's divided down the middle in terms of the room, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is. It's clearly, clearly like which seats, which yeah. <laughs> I think You just got to watch it from a certain angle. You have angle to watch it from the right of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think for the audience, it's a mixed bag. The audience is a mixed oh, bag. See what That's you right. did there. Oh. Right? Yeah. Well, thank you, audience. That didn't help at all. <laughs> <laughs> but officially, it's a biff. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, but so I mean, you can always go on YouTube and watch those select scenes. They'll always be there. Like... Obviously, our podcast means nothing in terms of what it does. <laughs> but yeah, yes. actually, no. If you biff a film, it disappears from the internet. Yeah, it's, it's gone. gone. Um, yeah. IMDb has to delete it. It's part of their well, contract. Well, I mean, watch out because Disney Plus is, is doing mm, that exact thing. 
Physical yeah. media. Um, well, we're about to be time to wrap up this podcast, yeah. this live recording. It's been so lovely sharing it with all of you. Um, Everyone is here, all your favourites. All, all of our like favourite guests are all oh, here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, unless um, we have any last well, thing. I think maybe just taking a chance to kind of look back, because this was a chance originally for us to just kind of hang out and watch Absolutely, movies. Absolutely, yeah. Like that. That's true. And we've really enjoyed, like, it's not a huge following by any means, and it's not about that. Like, it just kind of, when you're at parties and you're bumping into people and everyone has their version of like, oh, I know my mixed bag. And I think there's a quality of watching movies that are just kind of middling that's really fun. Because sometimes you just want to tick something off. Mm. You don't want to watch Lawrence of Arabia or Magnolia. You just want to check out... Yeah, they're long as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know... A I lot just, of mixed bags are also long, I'm just going to say. <laughs> I, ha- I have a tiny little anecdote on the bus, right? And I was listening to someone and I was like, Do you know my favourite movie is three hours long? It was like teens. And I, I was like overhearing. I was like, oh, movie talk. Got to tune in. And then someone was, and you're like, can you guess what it is? And then they were like, call me by your name. And then I was like, chucked on my letterbox and I looked it up. It's 132 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, that's not three hours. So clearly they had a similar experience of Twilight where they felt it's like it, fine. Was, yeah. it was long. They don't anyway, go to school for math. Sorry to, sorry to drag these people, uh, but um, check out Mixed Bag. And yeah, if you listen to this podcast, you're wrong. It's you also, yeah, wrong. It's, it's a good, if you want to come on the show, it's a great time to hang out as, as our audience. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's going to taste too. Um, we have our uh, six-time guest in the audience, Lucas Neal as well. And I have, I have a question, Lucas. You've been here six times. Can you name the six? Come up. Come, come up. up. <laughs> now, this is an ongoing joke, perhaps on the podcast, and I maybe truly, just for the three of us. I can't of, remember we named the six. Yeah, well, this is the time uh, in which um, I think Matt referred to Lucas as one of his six favorite Lucases, um, but previously he'd I, been I, referring to Henry VIII and Matt for some reason thought Lucas was asking him not to name his six favorite Lucases, but Henry VIII's six wives. Which and I so did. Matt started really, he's like, Catherine of Aragon, like, you know. <laughs> Catherine of Aragon, Anne Boleyn, Jane Seymour. <laughs> and we were like, that's not, anyway. <laughs> but can Lucas name the six films? He's Anne of Cleves, Catherine Parr, Catherine Howard. <laughs> um, I think I can. Okay. Um, five of six are Christmas movies, so that yes. makes it easier. I believe the first one was The Family Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Happiest Season. Happiest Season? Yes. Uh, Another Kristen Stewart. Um, Ooh. Uh, uh, Last Christmas? Yes. Um, Home Alone 3. Mm-hmm. Yes. Slash Home Alone uh, yeah. Yeah, it was Home Alone three though. Um, Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, the Polar Express. Um, shout out Mary, Mary Warren. And the last one, of course, is Julie and Julia, the non-Christmas one. Wonderful. Well, work. Congratulations, Thank you, Lucas. Lucas. Ah. You have named the six. I have named the six. Um, yeah. And with that, we've only and got that, one. And that, that, now the bit is done, right? The we bit have, is the done. Bit I, is over. I the think bit's so. Over. I have to put it to rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Okay. Well, that is that's it. I think that's all the relevant people yeah. in mixed bag, right? We should quickly uh, thank the people for tonight as well. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to thank uh, Patrick Barnes. Oh, Patrick, incredible for all work! The yeah, yeah. For all of your sound work. and AV. Um, oh, Cass, you were going to do this. Yes, thank you, you for uh, my parents for lending us this screen. Yes. Um, and we've got one more thank you who will be pretty apparent after James plays well, this, this clip. Maybe one more special guest. 
Hey there, mixed bag community. It's Peter Fessionally here. Uh, also known as Carlisle Cullen from the Twilight Saga. Uh, and also known as the King of the Road. <laughs> so Matt James and Cass say that you're celebrating 100 podcast episodes with, with, with everybody there. And uh, all you guys love Twilight. And, and, uh, and thank you for being so supportive of, of, of movies being such big fans uh, sounds like you're so dedicated and passionate and, and, and what a great group of friends with a great taste in pop culture because if you like Twilight you gotta have great taste in pop culture right uh, thank you guys from, from the bottom of my heart from the bottom of Matt and James and Cass's heart and uh, here's 200 more episodes yeah when am I coming on can I come on this podcast let's go <laughs> thanks our close personal friend. Close personal friend, Peter Vecinelli. Yeah. <laughs> Call out Cullen himself. Let's hope Peter <laughs> never listens to this episode where he learns that we biffed the movie. Um, but, but James yeah. did think he was hot, so that's good. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was a very sincere message, apart from the moment where he says, mixed bag, and where like, you're implying Twilight is a mixed bag. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's been a hundred episodes from us. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. For listening, coming here. And let's give one more round of applause, I guess, for all of you. Woo! Thank you. That's a wrap. Like That's a wrap. Shit. Get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.